0: Hello, my name is Nolan.
1: Hi, I'm Taylor. I'm Bryson. And
2: I'm Jacob.
0: Reese, you there?
3: (laughs) Oh, wait, do you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay.
0: Alright, so first question for our podcast today is the introductory video we watched before when we started Frankenstein states that. So tense is the struggle between Victor and the creature that both have merged together in our collective imagination. In what ways do Victor and this creature merge into one by the end of the book? Discuss multiple ways they merge into. Discuss multiple ways they merge into one, and what causes this merge? Point out any ironies, similarities, contrasts, and and contrasts involved in the merge. Does anyone want to start us off? Um, I can go. Okay, go ahead.
4: Or.
2: <laughs> Sorry, dinner. Um So, um, personally, I said um, one way that they merged together is because by Chapter 23, they both um, wanted each other dead. Um, the reason Victor wants the monster dead is because the monster, or I should say the creature, killed his family. And the monster wants Victor dead because of how poorly Victor treated him for not Giving him a female for himself and for not being a father figure. Um, in reality, though, um, I keep saying monster, but I don't think it's the creature's fault. Like that, he's a monster, and honestly, they both become monsters and overcome with anger and grief. And in the end, the creature wins their sort of like fight, but like metaphorically, nobody wins. Because both Vicar and the creature wanted death after they achieved the goal of killing each other, so like basically, um, they kind of merged because they both like hated each other and were super angry, and they had were yeah, they were filled with grief.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to kind of piggyback off of what you said. Um. You said that you didn't really find like the monster or the creature to be the monster And I agree with that because I almost think that Victor is more of the monster because he went Totally like defied everything like like the human nature and laws and everything to create the monster It almost makes him like like this quote-unquote like mad scientist almost, but he was there and like, he's almost more of a monster than the actual creature because he brought this upon himself and, like, he created it, like, hurting everyone.
1: Yeah, I think you guys both are saying really good ideas. Like, Victor is really the monster here. He brought the creature into this world and the creature had no sense of, like, uh, it kind of goes back to so when we start talking about, like, morals and ethics. Like, he didn't know what the difference between right and wrong. He was just doing what he thought was kind of right. And, and Victor, with his knowledge, created this monster. But in reality, it's not really the monster. He was the monster who just created this form of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I
3: yeah. think also I think death kind of brought them two together because when he found out Victor died, he like wanted to commit suicide and he still had to care for him.
0: Yeah, I think, I think the root of that was, though, is that uh, both the creature and Victor were always longing to be loved and have family and just connections. Uh, Victor always wanted to be with Elizabeth, and he kind of regretted being cut off from his family for so long while creating the monster. And then towards the end of the book, we figure out that the creature wants a female companion and to not feel so lonely in this world. And so when Victor died, that's that was kind of the, uh, I guess, the... I'm, I forget the word I'm looking like, for.
3: Like, you didn't really have anyone else.
0: Yeah, it was the,
4: uh... The yeah, well,
0: I almost, like... A... over? Yeah, yeah but,
4: like, kind of going off of that, again, um, Victor and the monster, it's... or the creature, it's, like, they almost, like, found, like, companionship in each other, like, chasing mm-hmm. each other, having the monster leave Victor clues everywhere. Like, it's almost, it's almost like they found, not, like, friendship, but, like, but, but, like sanity, and each other like chasing each other, because it gave them something to do after they both basically lost everything, like Victor lost all of his family, and the creature lost everything of what he wanted, like he wanted the chance at a family, and mm-hmm. he never got it, so like them running around like chasing each other was almost like their like weird way of friendship and like staying like together,
0: yeah. Does anyone have anything else to say on this question? No.
1: I don't know. I think we all brought up a good point.
0: Yeah. All right, so so the next question, um, number two. Frankenstein was written in 1818, uh, almost 203 years ago. And even so, in what ways is the novel as a whole relevant to readers in 2021? What relevant truths, insights, warnings, reminders does it provide us that help us navigate our 2021 world, and both personally and as a society? And just refer to specific parts of the text that can also help provide uh, this relevancy to us. Um, well, what, what I said, I didn't I, I don't really know because there are multiple points that you
4: can make but I, I basically said that everything you do has a consequence. If, if it's good, bad, big, small, mm-hmm. like everything, every decision that you make, something comes out of that. And, and with like Victor, his, his choice to like defy the human nature and laws and everything, it was obviously a bad choice. And it later came around and basically like it, not not like karma but it 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 was it like showed him that it was the wrong choice and he shouldn't have done it and like now in this world like if you make a choice you get so much backlash from society or anything and that almost factors into everything that we decide to do because Mm -hmm. we want we we don't want to like get ridiculed for something yeah Yeah,
3: kind of going off what you said. I said the book provides reminders and relates to our world in 2021 when Victor creates his creature and later on regrets his decision. And I think we make decisions when we aren't sure of, especially when like we aren't clear-minded, which can get the best of ourselves and can later make us regret our decision Mm and whatever we're doing. Mm
0: Mhm. It almost reminded me of like a father-son relationship, where a dad would leave his son, and the son kind of feels abandoned. I know that happens a lot in this um, day and age so I guess that just what that's what I was able to relate it to yeah
1: yeah and just to go back to like what Reese was saying just like how we how uh, in this like 2021 we do so many things I'd, we're like a really progressive like in a progressive time and everyone's like super eager to just like move forward and like innovate and create new ideas and we do so many things where we don't really think about we're like stuck in our own little bubble about how it could really just benefit us not like the other people and things around us and then we don't know the effect until it happens so it just really goes back to just thinking that the consequence of our actions Yeah, we just have like so much going on with your sports or school or
3: if we have a job Yeah. yeah And
2: then I kinda wanna go back to what Nola was saying earlier about the father son relationship because personally something uh something very significant that from Frankenstein that I could relate to twenty twenty one is the idea of like parental abandonment. Mm-hmm. Um I did I did some research and seven thousand children in the United States are abandoned every year, where the in the United Nations around sixty million kids are abandoned every year. And it's just such a significant number. And in the story, you can see this almost the entire time while the creature trying to figure out what's happening throughout his entire life. And he's just super confused because Victor abandoned him. And it's just another idea, though, that I also want to go back to is the idea of social rejection, which is also very relevant in my personal opinion, because so many people are always like bullied and rejected nowadays. And it's just like the monster is like, I mean the monster is just quote unquote, so hideous to everyone. Mm -hmm. Like um, I forgot where, which chapter it was, but I remember he was saving a girl from drowning and then he got shot for it. So I think that both the idea of parental abandonment and social rejection are, very significant um, ways that we can relate Frankenstein to today. Yeah.
4: Yeah. No, I like and and like with the social je- rejection and everything. Um, or not. Sorry. With with the event with the parental abandonment. Um, that's honestly. It's not only like parental too because people. People nowadays, like, if they don't, if they don't like you, like, even like friendships, if they don't like you they have the power to just like walk away like they don't they don't they feel like they don't owe you an explanation Mm -hmm. getting just like kind of getting cut off like that it like even if no one admits it changes you it changes you because then you feel like you have this like sneaking suspicion that everyone else that you are friends with or have like a relationship with can do the same thing and just walk right out so then you're always like timid and then you start to put up like barriers to protect yourself
0: yeah, definitely for sure.
4: Um, well, kind of my my quote kind of um, relates to this is um rejection and everything, but it was on page two hundred and seventeen, and it says, "I will exert myself, and if it is my power to seize the monster, be assured that he shall suffer the punishment proportionate to his crimes." And Victor said that he was basically saying that that he's gonna take everything away from the monster that the monster took from him and proving that, um, with the, with like abandonment, that he's trying to like, um, rid him of his feelings or something. So he can make the monster feel the way that he feels in his mind, because he feels that the monster is just doing this out of spite, even though the creature is like doing it for good reasons. Like he, he was abandoned and everything. So he had like, he never had that, that chance. And Victor did. And once it was taken away, he wanted revenge for
0: it. Yeah. I think my, my quote also kind of went with the abandonment part. Um, It was, I think uh, the monster was recalling what Victor did to him while he was talking to Walton after Victor died. And it was, I, the miserable and the abandoned am an abortion to be spurned at and kicked and trampled on. So I guess it kind of just helped us reveal, like, what the danger of obsession was and knowledge and abandonment and what that did to the monster, which in turn made him kill Victor and all of his family members. And that monster ended up regretting it in the end. And it kind of just, like, helps us to be more aware and be careful and think of what may come of our actions.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I like that. My quote... Kind of goes back to question one. I said, or quote says, I shall die no longer, feel the agonies which now consume me or the prey, or be the prey of feelings unsatisfied yet unquenched. And that was chapter 24. I don't remember what page. I think it was the very last one of chapter 24. And I think the monster begins to tell him all the sufferings and says that he deeply regrets.
0: Hello? Yeah.
4: Uh, yeah there we go um yeah no I I feel I agree with that because because I think you actually said this earlier too that um the monster was very was like almost depressed when Victor um when Victor died because he was can you hear he, me? he was like what my connection
0: can you hear
3: me yeah, yeah. Me I can
4: hear you. sorry said
3: my connection was unstable. Uh, This can be significant because it shows that even though they didn't like each other in the middle of the book, he realizes that now his creator is dead, that a part of him still cares for him. This can just make us think that people aren't as bad as we think they are at first.
0: I think you cut out before. Did did anyone hear him say the quote? Yeah, it was... I didn't
4: hear the quote. I kind of heard. It was like... It was, like, the one at the end of the book.
0: Can you repeat um, the quote again? I think you cut out. Yeah. At least I said, for me.
3: I, I shall die. I shall no longer feel the agonies which not consume me or be the prey of feelings unsatisfied yet unquenched. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Chapter 24.
4: And what I what I was, like, saying, um, the, the monster, like, the creature, he almost feels, like, depressed when, um... When Victor dies, because like realistically, even though he didn't like him and he feels that he took everything from him, he was still the only person that really knew of his existence. Like instead of people just like kind of looking at him and screaming in terror, like he was the only one who knew him. So I feel like the creature almost like want like tried tried to relate to Victor, and that's why he kept coming after his family and everything and getting him to pay attention to almost, almost like a kid. Like if their parents like don't give them attention or something, they go and they are rebellious and they go and they just like do something that they know is not good, but they do it because they want the attention and they feel like that's the only way they can get it. If that makes sense. I'm not.
0: Yeah, that that makes sense.
2: Alright, and then um, my quote was um, so basically this was when the creature was um, sitting there looking at uh, Victor while he was dead. And he talked about he said, I who attributably destroyed thee by destroying all thou lovest. Alas, he is cold, he cannot answer me. This was on page 237 and basically what he was saying is Like, the creature finally realized that what he did, like, murdering Victor's family through rage and just being mad just destroyed Victor, and it's just, he realized how wrong he was, and it only took him, and he, ah, he only realized.
0: Hello?
4: Jacob, I think you cut out. Yeah. Yeah, I can't hear him. Yeah. Um. Okay, well,
1: piggybacking
2: off of what? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah. 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 Okay. would you guys? What? What was the last thing that you guys heard me say? Oh. Um, you were like explaining your quote. I like saying the quote. Oh. Saying the quote or explaining? Explaining. Explaining it. Explaining yeah, yeah. it. Oh, so basically, um, the monster realizes that Frankens or. Star- what he did killing um, all of victor 's family was wrong, and he only was able to notice this after he killed victor and he noticed that in a metaphorical way, he already kind of killed Victor because Victor had nothing to live for after the monster or the creature killed um, victor's family
4: mm-hmm. yeah, I know, and kind of kind of coming back to the to the second question um one or like what we were saying about it um he like his he didn't realize at the time that all of his actions would have a consequence and he didn't realize that like killing all of those people would come back and hurt him more than it hurt victor because because all he wanted was to get victor's attention so that's why he he kept lashing out and threatening him because he wanted because he wanted like his attention um and like at the end, once he realized, once he saw like Victor laying there dead, he he kind of realized that everything he did was wrong, and that he that's not like actually what he wanted, and that's not like he didn't want Victor to die. He yeah. was just like lashing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that
3: can kind of go back to. What we were talking about, how or what I was talking about, how we can regret our decision since, you know, he was lashing out uh, for Victor and tries to get his attention, but it didn't really work. Yeah. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Okay, so, the quote I found, it it was in chapter 20, and it says, you're my creator, but I am your master, obey. And then, shall each man find a wife for his bosom, each beast have his mate, and I be alone. It just kind of goes... We kind of talked about this earlier, but it just kind of like relates back to that theme of like abandonment and you know like loneliness and how he just wanted someone to be with him, like the village and in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I like that music. Kind of music kind of shows that that they both felt like almost dominant over each other, even though realistically they were equals and. Just because no one knew of the, of the creature, like he still held so much power over Victor because no one knew of him like victor Victor was like ashamed to have anything to do with the monster. so like like having all of that, and that's why he never spoke up about about like the death um, of that of the girl of Justine and William because he he was afraid of all the backlash that would come. Yeah. of like society
0: yeah i mean i feel like the his first struggle would be like trying to get them to actually believe him um i know that happened when he got um picked up by the other uh village that he was near in the sea
4: yeah 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 well and and towards the end of the book didn't he he tried he, he like tried, tried to come clean mm-hmm. or something but no one believed him yeah so that's then...
0: that's what i meant to say
4: yeah yeah so he so he was like saying so then it was actually i think it was right before my quote but he was saying he was like trying to convince them and no one would believe him so he said fine i'll track him down myself like if you don't believe me like i don't need your help
0: yeah
4: well does anyone have anything else to say
0: um no but we still need to go through our questions
3: yeah
4: Uh, oh
3: um anyone want to start us off uh i'll go i said why do you guys think the creature was so determined to die after victor's death when he spent a big proportion of his life tormenting him victor
0: um i feel like he once victor was dead he kind of realized that victor was like the only thing that he could relate to and he was only his only like sort of family and companion and so once victor was dead he kind of realized that there was nothing else for life. There's nothing else to do in life for him. Um, he was just going to be alone forever in the world, and that's really not a good feeling for anyone.
1: Yeah, I I just kind of have the same idea. It's just like Victor brought the creature into this world, so that kind of created a special connection for him. And then once you know Victor died, it's just like his only somewhat companion, somewhat friend he had in the world was you know gone, and he felt like there was no one else he could be with because he was. He was an outsider, and he felt like he had no purpose. So he was just determined to die.
4: Yeah, no, I, I agree with all, with all of that because, um, because like he um, Victor was the only one that knew of the monster's existence, and so he the monster like almost used that to his advantage, like kind of tricking him and, um, and just and just like going along with with everything that Victor was doing, like trying to torment him. And once he was gone, he realized that he didn't have anyone, anyone else to do that to. And therefore, he really felt like he had no reason left to, like, live.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, moving on. Uh, my question was, what was one major abstract mon- monster that was highlighted towards the end of the book?
4: Um, well, I think revenge, obviously, because they were both, like, chasing each other through basically across the world, like leaving each other notes and everything. And they both went in up into the north where it was icy and snowy. And obviously like, they, they really didn't think too much into that because it's freezing up there and you can't just like survive up there regularly. Like you could in like Southern California or something mm-hmm. or in Scotland or wherever they were Geneva. So it was like, so Well, I for the abstract, abstract monster, I think it was revenge.
3: Yeah i like that i said i think another one could be loneliness because as we talked about he doesn't want to live anymore since you know victor was kind of his only person he can be friends with in a way yeah i
1: I kind of the same question and so the what i said was i think was like the monster of knowledge and that's one where you know, Victor had, was like a super smart, he was a scientist, and he he had a ton of knowledge, so he knew so much of the world, and uh, he just knew so much, and then he just used that. And you can use knowledge, like, for the greater good, or you can use it for, like, the worst, and he decided to create this monster, which ended up not working out, and, and you can see the ripple effect it had based off how he decided to use his knowledge.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Um, and
2: then, oh, sorry, um... Do you want to go first
4: no no, no, you
2: can go you can go all right thank Taylor um so I kind of would actually personally say the abstract monster of grief because I mean Victor's grieving over the fact that his entire family is dead, and it's all his and it's quote unquote all of his fault, and then the creature kills Victor, and then mm-hmm. now the creature. Filled with grief because he has nothing left
4: either. So I would say grief was a very big one um, in these chapters. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I can see that.
4: Yeah. Um. And I honestly, I almost think that the monster of resentment too, because they basically like not not necessarily that they resent each other, but they resent like the idea of each other. Because the monster or the creature is mad at Frankenstein for creating him one, but also not giving him like a good life, like creating him and then just abandoning him. So he was mad. And then Victor obviously presented the monster for, um, for like killing his family or being the cause of death of multiple people, like Henry's friend. And so he was, he was just like like not like trying to figure out but he resented him to the fact that like he needed revenge like it's not even just like i don't like you i'm gonna ignore you like he he like needed to um like get even yeah but anyways um I still have to ask a question, but I said, do you think that the monster thinks of everything he's doing as a game? Like, to Victor?
3: Can you repeat
4: that again? Yeah. Do you you think that the monster um, sees this as a game, like everything that he's been doing to Victor? Do you want me to type it?
0: Um, no, we're just thinking, I think.
4: Yeah, I'm that's just trying
1: to <laughs> I feel like. That's a good question, yeah. I feel like. Um,
0: you can go, in person.
1: Good.
0: I think you're cutting out. Yeah. Hello? Can you guys hear me? Now mm-hmm. we
1: can. Hello? Hi. I don't know. I mean, can you say the question just one more
4: time, real quick? Sorry. Um. Do you do you think that the monster thinks of everything he's doing to Victor as a game?
3: Like he's doing it for fun. Yeah, he's...
4: just like everything that he's like done, like done to him, and then after, um, like when when Victor says that he's gonna like, like like um, go like after him the monsters like leaving him clues everywhere and like telling him where to go to find him
0: oh yeah i'm to some extent maybe um i think that part would be interesting is because we know that uh the creature is like so um smart i guess in a sense is we don't know if he actually is gonna um commit suicide um, because when he's talking to Walter, he's, uh, we never really got the end product. We never really heard that he actually did commit suicide, so he could have been saying that, um, so Walter wouldn't go after him, so then he can continue on terrorizing everyone and his little
3: game, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say yes and no, because obviously Victor wasn't there for a portion of his life, so he doesn't really know reality, kind of, so... I'd
1: say, yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I, you could, I could, you could say both ways, like, no, because, and, but I mean, you can lean towards yes. Because, I mean, just to piggyback off what Reese was saying, he just kind of abandoned him, so within that time the monster could have really, like, improved on himself and just kind of, you know, he got a lot smarter, and so he could have kind of been playing some games with him near the end, leaving the clues and all that. Yeah
2: personally i think in general it i don't really think the monster was trying to just play games with victor because the monster doesn't really know better he kind of really had to learn on his own and maybe like i don't think he was purposefully like haha i'm gonna ruin this guy's life i'm gonna well maybe that part because he killed victor's whole family but i don't think he was trying to be like oh i'm gonna leave all these clues and have a fun time with all of this for the next two years like i don't really think he did that on purpose like i just i don't know i just don't think the monster really meant it to be a game
0: yeah that makes sense (sighs)
2: Okay.
4: well i have nothing else to add
2: i got i got one more question um my question is who do you believe is the most wrong between the creature and Victor and why?
4: The most wrong. Um I well I I think kind of both of them because it was Victor's fault that the creature even is alive and like he created him not necessarily knowing what he was doing but he it's honestly like he didn't even care like he was just kind of in his own world doing his own thing like not thinking about anything. But then I think the monster over retaliated when he started killing all of the people to get what he wanted like like because yes, like like he had a right to be mad, obviously because um because like Victor left him, but at the same time, I'm like after he started taking everyone else's life, it just like got out of hand, John, so I, I would say i. I I don't know. It kind of depends on how you look
3: at it. Personally, I would say Victor, because like you you said, Taylor, he did create the monster. But I think that if he stayed with him, you know, taught him life lessons and how to act in this world, then I don't think he would turn out the way he
1: did.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely like a
1: father-son type moment where like, you know, Victor had to teach teach him you know the, the difference between what's good and bad and he didn't do a good job of that and that shows you can see the result of that in later in the book
0: yeah I feel like Victor yeah. didn't really change whereas the monster did because in the beginning Victor was kind of driven just to create the monster and at the end he still remained driven to destroy it um, just like this main idea of obsession whereas the monster kind of grew over the story And towards the end, realized that what he did, his actions were wrong, and that he felt bad about it. And I feel like the monster just really changed and grew character while Victor kind of stayed the same.
4: Yeah, I I agree
3: with that. Uh, I don't have anything else.
0: Does anyone have anything else to say before we end it? I'm good.
1: I don't
0: have anything else. I think we got everything. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for listening to our podcast.